Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome, folks, to Prophecy Talk, where you come for real Bible prophecy news and analysis. Welcome to my new format. This show will be anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, and it's both a podcast and here on YouTube. If you prefer to see me, you can come on YouTube, and if you prefer to listen, it will be available by podcast. What I will now do, the new format, will be to discuss the week's headlines. So this essentially is your Bible prophecy update. And the first set of headlines that I want to talk about is the heat and the extreme heat that we are now seeing. Most of these headlines are out of Yahoo News, and I'm going to start to read a few of them. This is not normal record-breaking heat to start Thursday. Farm workers face dangerous conditions as heat waves scorch Western U.S. California braces for dangerously high temperatures in new heat wave. How do we survive extreme heat brought by climate change? This is actually pretty interesting because in the Revelation, there is coming a plague in which you will literally be burned by the sun. You won't even be able to go outside. It will be so hot that you will end up with third degree burns, second, first, second, and third degree burns. Death toll in Oregon heat wave climbs to 116, as officials call it a mass casualty event. And I've talked about the heat in a previous broadcast, and I stated then, and I'm stating now again, that we can expect that as we get closer to the tribulation, to see more casualties as the weather becomes more extreme, as the birth pangs become more intense and more pronounced. This next headline is just absolutely mind-blowing. One billion sea creatures cooked to death in Canada in record Pacific Northwest heat wave. Pacific Northwest heat wave shattered temperature records. The temperature records that were shattered actually cooked 1 billion sea creatures. I don't even know if you can imagine that. They're on the coast and they're actually cooking because the temperatures are so high. And what this is doing to the ecosystem and also to food crops and leading us to this plague that is forecast in Revelation 6 of a great famine. And it's been my observation that all of this weather that Jesus predicted, these extremes, are leading to the finale but they're also the beginnings of this almost domino effect of weather that will end in this plague of worldwide famine. And we can only imagine how the Lord is going to up the ante 
at the time of the tribulation for that prophecy to be fulfilled. But this definitely, or this weather, these weather patterns that we are now experiencing are no doubt the beginnings of what is leading to the great famine predicted in Revelation 6. Hail and tornadoes flooded New York subways as stormy weather hits East Coast. Why record-breaking overnight temperatures are so concerning. Another extreme heat wave in West threatens all-time highs. Threatens all-time highs, meaning it's going to get hotter than it's even been previously. New York City warned climate change is here as storm floods streets and subway. This should be reread. New York City should be warned that end time signs are here as storm floods streets and subway. Excessive weekend heat expected to hit 30 plus million people in West with temperatures up to 130 degrees. Folks, I can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine what it would be like at 130 degrees. I know what it feels like at about 105 degrees because that's probably what we get here in Connecticut during a heat wave is temperatures in the 90s and humidity that can make it feel that hot, but I can't even imagine up to 130 degrees. U.S. West heat wave, 31 million people brace for record-breaking temperatures. And here's another, this is a repeat of what the 1 billion sea creatures, but this is worded another way by WSVN 7 News. Miami News, extreme heat, cooked mussels, clams, and other shellfish alive on beaches in Western Canada. Like in post-apocalyptic movies, heat wave killed marine wildlife and mass. Surging California wildfire prompts Nevada evacuations. Trapped hiker in 108 degree heat rescued by chopper in Palm Springs. Folks, this is unprecedented. The level that we have now gotten to of the birth pangs and what is being reported. And we know it's not climate change. These are signs that we are in the end times. They are in full force. So from looking at that, now I'm going to discuss what's happening in world events. For the next rest of this broadcast, I'm going to highlight two articles. The first is with Israel. So what I'm going to talk about now is Israel in prophecy. What was amazing to me was this particular article that was written by Barak Ravid, and he's writing from Tel Aviv for Axios, the article literally fits in with what is predicted. The actions on the part of Bennett will lead to what we know is predicted in the prophetic forecast. 
So the article reads, Israel's new prime minister to update Iran policy before Biden meeting. Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett has launched an Iran policy review to be concluded before his first meeting with President Biden, which is likely to take place in late July. Why it matters. Bennett is in the process of shifting Israeli foreign policy in several fronts with a particular focus on the Iran file. So you may ask, well, what does this have to do with prophecy? I've stated in my book on the Ezekiel 38 war that the Ezekiel 38 war is going to be the catalyst for the Antichrist peace treaty. And it's more than just the catalyst for the peace treaty. There's much more in that book. You would have to read it to find out of why that war is a major event in end time prophecy. But one of the specifics that is mentioned in Ezekiel 38 is, the, is a peace in the Middle East region. So what we are going to expect is this peace. And right now, Iran presents a major issue for Israel. And there is essentially not peace because of Iran. So why it matters uh, from the prophetic is because we're going to expect to see a peace with Israel and Iran. So anything that potentially leads to that becomes prophecy news. So it states, while Bennett and his predecessor, Benjamin Netanyahu, are both Iran hawks, Bennett is considering taking Israeli policy in a new direction. And according to the article, it states that Bennett has already convened several meetings on Iran and his immediate priority was to get up to speed on the latest intelligence and developments, including on the technical aspects of the Iranian nuclear program in order to be fully informed when discussing Iran with other world leaders, especially Biden. The new Israeli government has already made several other initial foreign policy, policy shifts. Bennett has been working to repair relations with Jordan, which were deeply damaged during the Netanyahu era, including by quickly approving a deal to provide Jordan with additional water. He has also quickly approved a vaccine deal with the Palestinian Authority that Netanyahu had held up for months. And we see that his focus is on Iran as well as Palestinians and also Jordan. So we see him trying to make a level of peace. But this next move on the part of Bennett will potentially pave the way for the Antichrist and the eventual treaty because what he's looking to do is go to Brussels and meet with the European Union's foreign ministers who will be gathering for a monthly meeting. And he stated that he wants to strengthen relations with the European Union after years of tensions with Netanyahu. So folks, this is major, major on the part of Israel because we see Bennett paving the way for a, an eventual deal with the Antichrist. 
And this isn't the only time that Israel has made some kind of overture to the European Union, but each time it does, it matters in the unfolding of prophecy because we know that that is where the covenant of death, the agreement is with hell, this seven-year covenant is going to originate from when the Antichrist takes the helm of the European Union. So with a final piece that I'm going to talk about is now uh, switching gears from Israel now to the European Union. And I'm going to relay a development that has to do with Pope Francis. And this is more of a picture of Revelation 17 and 18 and the whore of Babylon, which is the Catholic Church as well as other religions that is, or the, especially the Catholic Church in Europe, that is helping it to come to its place in the end times or in the final years. But then what is going to happen is once the Antichrist establishes that he is God, the whore is thrown off and no religion is tolerated. And then there will be great persecution of any faith, but especially the people of God. And the focus is going to be on that at that time on Israel. We have Pope Francis put the French statesman Robert Schuman, who is one of the founders of the European Union, on the path to sainthood in the Roman Catholic Church. Now, this is not the first time that Schuman has been on this path. He's been on the path to sainthood for some time. And not just Schuman, but some other European Union politicians, such as Otto von Habsburg's father, uh, was suggested to be a saint. Habsburg took the helm of Pan-Europa. And while he took the helm of Pan-Europa, he was in the EU parliament and it was under his both direction and his, while he was leading Pan-Europa that the Eastern Bloc nations, he made the way for the Eastern Bloc nations to come into the European Union, but his organization was very Catholic to influence the European Union in a very Catholic way, which is already told to us in Revelation 17 and 18. And you only need to look at the European Union and its history to see how the Bible is true to the crossing of the T and the dotting of the I. So in this article reported by the BBC, it states the Vatican said the Pope approved a decree recognizing Schumann's heroic virtues, an early stage of the long process that can lead to canonization. One miracle would have to be attributed to Schumann for him to be beautified and then another for him to become a saint. Schumann, who died in 1963, was key in creating today's European institutions. Several popes have praised the role Schumann, who was a devout Catholic, 
played in trying to break the cycle of wars in Europe. The decree means that he now has the title of venerable in the church. So then the article goes on to give the history of the European Union and states that Schumann was given the title, the father of Europe, on the 70th anniversary of the Schumann Declaration, Pope Francis said, it had led to the long period of stability and peace from which we benefit today. And so the next step in the sainthood path of the Catholic Church is beautification. To reach that stage, a miracle needs to be attributed to prayers made to the individual after their death. Claims need to be verified by evidence before they are accepted as miracles. So this will be very interesting to see if anyone says that there is now a miracle that occurred while praying to Robert Schumann. But the major piece here is this is another illustration of Revelation 17 and 18 of the whore who is riding the beast. And we also had our Pope or had this Pope recently make another endorsement, and that is for the law of the crimes against the planet, which started as an idea, but many things start as an idea, but they don't come to anything, but it was embraced by European leaders and you hear it being embraced by them and the European politicians, and it was especially embraced by the Pope. So we see the Catholic Church very instrumental in the European Union and in some of its policy. And if you remember in Revelation 18, it talks about the kings of the earth drank from the cup of the whore because the cup is her teachings and this teaching of the unity of mankind and unifying would prevent wars and make peace and everybody happily ever after because this is the ideal. And it states that they drank of the wine in the cup of the whore and were now angry because, of course, what is going to happen once the Antichrist is in power and then starts to tread down the nations and at that time will be unleashed such tribulation between the plagues and the Antichrist, such as the world has never seen. So folks, this is the headlines for the week. I want you to stay tuned, tune in next week. Uh, my Now my usual pattern will be for once a week podcast, which also will go on to YouTube and basically recapping the headlines and what is unfolding in prophecy. But also while I relay the headlines, I also will be giving you some teaching as far as what those headlines mean and what they are actually leading to and why I'm highlighting those on this show. But also be sure to check out my Patreon for various memberships. 
because I do have a special report section and special teachings, and those are videos and teachings just for members, which go into more depth and also reveal things both in scripture and in foreign policy that have not been revealed before. So it's new, it's ex exclusive information. And one of those is going to be on the uh, 2300 days of Daniel, which I have cracked. And that is going to be revealed. That is a mystery. It is only listed in one verse. And you've had rabbis taking a crack at it, as well as many theologians who have just glossed over it or briefly speculated, but not really telling you anything. Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what it means in a special broadcast that unfortunately will just be for members only. And in that, I actually not only crack it, but when you hear what it, it is, you're going to know that what I'm saying is also backed in scripture. So anyway, folks, be sure to, if you're not a member, check out my books. Certain memberships also give you my books. Check out my books. Check out my um, YouTube channel. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Be sure to follow the podcast. And most important, if you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, the Bible says to believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. All of these things point to the savior and to Jesus who is coming again. And that the words that he spoke and the signs that he gave, we are seeing unfold right now before our very eyes. And if this does anything, it glorifies the God of the Bible. And should it surprise us that Satan would rob God of his glory, of that glory, by spreading the lie that all of this is man-made and it's climate change, when really this is, these are the signs of the end times. So till next time, God bless and be sure to tune in one week from tonight, which I will be broadcasting weekly. Thank you for listening today. Tune into Prophecy Talk next week with author and prophecy expert Erica Gray. In the meantime, be sure to visit Erica Gray's website at www.ericagray.com. 